Hello. Um, welcome, Desiree and Lady J. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. How are you both doing tonight? Good. 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 Yeah. Happy Thursday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Happy Thursday. Well, I am very excited to have you on. We're we're talking about modern dating, and I I have been very excited for weeks. Uh, I don't know if I think we've been planning this for about a month. So it's just a topic that is really foreign to me and really exciting. I've been talking to my wife about it. I'm like, they want to talk about modern dating in today's <laughs> world, and I just think it's so cool. So um, thank you both for coming on. Absolutely, it's our pleasure. Yes, thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I guess maybe just to get us started, do you want to maybe do like a quick introduction of yourselves? And maybe Desiree, you could start and just whatever you want to share, just a quick introduction. Sure. So I'm a single mother of three, 40 years old. Uh, I've been single a couple years now. And, you know, the modern dating has been really um, interesting over the last couple of years. And, and so I thought it would be something fun to talk about because I think everybody has a different opinion about it, different personal experiences. Um, so yeah, it's my background, pretty simple. Thank you. And what about you, Lady J? Okay, so well, I'm Lady J. I actually have four kids. I am 37. I've been single for a year and a half. Um, and dating has definitely been really interesting, it's, you know, learning a lot about myself, about other people, you know, kind of how we function together and work together. It's, it's really interesting. Very cool. Awesome. Well, one of the, one of the quick notes that you had given me at that time was that you have different, um, agendas or intentions as far as what you're looking for in the dating world as far as maybe looking for something short term or long term and um i was just really interested in your perspective on that um that was interesting to me i was i was just somebody that was always interested in long term dating i don't know why i think that that was not always what women were looking for but um yeah, I just love to hear the different perspectives. Could So Desiree, you said you were looking for short-term dating right now? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a little bit of background on Lady J and I. So we've been friends for, gosh, how long, Jay? Uh, seven years, uh, maybe? Yeah, I would say five, seven years. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, one thing that I really, really appreciate about her and I is that we're really close friends, first of all, but we have very different perspectives and different opinions. And I think that, you know, in, in some scenarios that could be, um, kind of a recipe for disaster, right. In a friendship. But I think that we do a really good job of appreciating each other and saying, Hey, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. And it's great because sometimes, you know, she'll kind of make me think about the other side of the coin that I did never really thought about before. So, um, I'll give you an example. So, you know, 43 kids. I have two fathers to my kids. And uh, I, I've been through a lot of relationships. And I don't know if I'm necessary. I've never been married. Put that out there. And um, I don't know if I really ever want to be married. I don't know if I'm ready to settle down and, and get committed. I've become so comfortable in my own skin and so comfortable mm -hmm. with being alone. 
that it's really difficult to learn how to compromise again. And it's been really difficult to learn how to share your time, share your bed, share your food, share your, you know, the list goes on. And um, so me on the dating scene, I'm just looking for, you know, Mr. Right Now. And, and if something turns into, you know, if I get a really good feeling or if, if I feel like, okay, this person has potential, I could really make something of it, then, you know, kind of see where it goes. So that's kind of been my trajectory, if you will. Which is so funny because I'm opposite, right? It's like I want a long-term relationship, but right now I'm like kind of dating where I'm expecting just the right now and just kind of seeing what they, you know, are bringing. And if they have, for me, if they have a certain quality, not qualities, but like, you know, characteristics, whatever, then of course I'm going to want to be like, okay, yeah, this is somebody I'm interested in. So I'm like for the long term, but I'm thinking of, okay, short term, you know, just because that's been my experience so far. Are you, are you thinking of the short term or because you expect that they are thinking of the short term? No, it's just kind of what they show me. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I want a long-term relationship, you know, but you kind of have to fill them out first, you know, and it's like kind of see what they're about and they'll show you in their actions. I mean, they'll say a lot of things, but in the actions to me, that's kind of where it's at. Like actions and words have to go together. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Well, and I don't want to, I hope this is okay for me to ask. I'm not always up to date on like politically correct way of asking questions, but I don't want to assume, are you both, are you both interested in dating men? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure in case I used the wrong pronoun. Right. No. (laughs) You really don't. You really don't. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, you never know. Like, you're right. Somebody's actions really does show you because you can ask them, but their fear, I think, is always, are they just saying what they want you to, what they think you want to hear, but their actions will help tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I think that um, Justina and I have tried a, a slew or a couple of those dating online dating apps and um, they, they will, you know, it'll say on there, majority of them will say, are you looking for, you know, long term, short term for now, whatever. And some folks will say they're looking for something serious. And then when you go on a few dates and you start to kind of dig deep they're really not, they're really not looking to settle down or who knows, maybe we just weren't the one, you know, maybe we just didn't, you know, spark their, their interest, but, um, sorry, I'm putting my other computer back on, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and I think that, you know, generation, the generational gap has a lot to do with it. Age, you know, kind of what you're going for. Right. Um, Justina, what have you kind of found in that aspect of like, are you going for younger? Are you going for older? same age as you definitely around the same age I feel like I'm more drawn to I mean I've, I've tried to date younger and for me it's just not there their their mentality for me is just not what you know I want it to be or where I need it to be for you know where I'm at in my life um I mean I've tried older um and that's been kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> they definitely know what they want for sure and I like that but at the same time it's kind of like I don't want to say they're stuck in their ways, but they seem very more headstrong, you know, and I'm just like, okay, like they're not so much open to other things or like, you know, like their mindset is very different. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Absolutely. One thing that I've noticed, um, again, I'm 40, it's, it's, it's really difficult. So Justine and I, fun fact, are really into physical fitness. Like we're in the gym okay. probably six days a week. Yes. Girl. Um, okay. So we make it part of our daily life, you know, and we're looking for someone who's healthy and fit too. Right. So it's difficult because, yep. you know, she's only, she's 37, I'm 40. And it's like, in my experience, when I've dated my age or older, that physical fitness isn't there right? The dedication isn't there. Um, I hate to say it, I'm going to be blunt, but you know, they dress older, they act older, they don't take care of their bodies. Um, and to me, that's not attractive, right? If I'm working yeah. hard six days a week before my eight hour job, before my three or four mm. kids, you know, I want someone else who's doing the same. And right, so, me too. Me too. yeah. And so because of that, you know, we've, and I don't, you know, we can't see Justina's face, but she doesn't look 37 at all. And so, you know, we've tend to date maybe our eight, well, maybe a little bit younger, but then you kind of get the, you know, that, that generational gap again, where it's like experience, um, the lack of experience, the lack of social skills, um, lack of communication. It's just been a mess. I feel like, too, it's it's their view on the world, not just, like, you know, their lack of, like, communication. It's just, like, how they perceive things, like, how they see things. I'm, like, it's very different than when, you know, you're older sometimes. So that's that's my thing. I'm just, like, okay. That's kind of what I I look for when I'm, like, talking to somebody, like, kind of how they view the world, you know? Like, how do you see this? How do you see that? And sometimes it's just not there. And I'm, like, okay, we're just not vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it 25 to 30? Is that what you mean younger or 34? Or what is younger? Oh, yeah. I said like 30. <laughs> like, <laughs> 33 to me is pretty young. I'm like, wait. I, I mean, I definitely dated somebody who was 33. I think I dated somebody who was like 27. I don't want to say dated, but I went on, you know, like a date. Yeah. And, you know, just to me, 33 and younger, it's just not there for me. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think the sweet spot is really between, you know, 33, 40, and it just depends on the person, right? Their maturity level. But, you know, maybe for me, the kind of the sweet spot is like between 30 and 40. That's, that's my personal preference. I think that by 30, 32, you know, people have their, they're on track for their career. Maybe they've had some kids and they've gotten that figured out. Um, Or maybe they're out of college and they're, you know, picking up with whatever they want to do with their life. So um, but anything below that is just, it's, you know, know. you know, the kids thing, girl, a lot of men, like they do not have kids, even yes. like at 37, I'm like, wait a minute, yes. <laughs> like, I have four kids, <laughs> we, like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> we were, we were doing our thing at 21, we were like, yeah, I'm like, I want to, you know, have it over and done with, you know, when yeah. I'm in my forties, I'm like living my best life, you know, we like, are, whatever. yeah, whatever. So, Justina, how old is your oldest? I forget. Um, he's sixteen. He's sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. What are What are all their ages again? I have a sixteen, fourteen, uh, twelve right now, and then nine. Okay. So they're like so all two. They're years all pretty self sufficient. Like you oh, can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do your thing. You know. That's 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 nice. Mine are seven. Mine are eighteen. Actually, my oldest turned just turned eighteen. Uh, 16 and she's going to be 13. So, um, teenage years, man, I'm telling yeah, you, it's crazy definitely time. self-sufficient. <laughs> but, you know, Justina hit a good point is that I think again, you know, with this, 
new generation of, of, of people that are, you know, coming into their adult years, um, women are waiting to have children. Men are waiting yep. to have children. Yeah. It's wild to me. Like she's right. I mean, we, we, we've gone on a lot of dates in the past couple of years where men are 30, 35, no kids blew my mind. Do they, do they ask you if you're interested in having kids because they want to have kind of one of their own? For the most part for me, no, no, they're not interested in having kids. They're not interested in settling down for my experience. Yeah. Yeah. But they're okay with us having kids. I think that, um, men are used to, you know, dating women that have children, um, or, you know, maybe have young kids. And, and so they're, they're pretty conscious of that. You know, they're pretty respectful of our time. That's been my experience. Um, they're saying, Hey, you know, I know your kids come first. I get that. So that, that's been a good ex- positive experience. Cause I think back in the day I would have said, Oh, I'll never date somebody that doesn't have kids. Cause they don't understand. Yep. But as you get older, obviously that pool gets smaller and, you know, they're, they're kind of becoming accustomed to, okay, you know, if I'm going to date a 40 year old woman, you know, 90, 90%, she's probably going to have kids, you know? So. So if you don't meet them online or on a dating app, how do you meet them organically? I mean, is the gym a good place? Cause then you know that they're taking care of themselves. Yes and no. (laughs) 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 I'm Take this one. <laughs> I don't I don't meet people normally organically, but I think it's just because I don't want I mean I've been told this is like my demeanor is just very um I don't want to say aggressive, but but it's like it's not a approachable. I don't know, I'm very assertive, you know, when I'm like in my motions. And so that can be intimidating to people and honestly I don't oh, get yeah. approached that much at all. And I don't mean to be, I don't have a rest. I mean, most of the time I try not to have the resting bitch face, but (laughs) I'm trying to be, you know, more open, but I'm definitely very more assertive and people don't really approach that, you know? I think too, is like, you know, you don't want to, you know, can I cuss on here? I mean, shit's not really bad. Yeah, yeah, you you can. You (laughs) you don't want to shit where you eat, right? So, you know. Yeah. I, I, Jay, I don't know if you've done it before, but I've dated a guy at the gym and, uh, it didn't always turn out great. And then it's really awkward. So to answer your question, yes, it's nice to meet somebody organically. Um, because you see them maybe day to day, um, you see them in person, there's no catfishing, you know, you, you can see their mannerisms, their body language, the inflection in their voice. Wait, have you been catfished? I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, but have oh, you yeah. catfished? That's a good question. I have been catfished. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. So the first time I went on a date from a dating website, um, it was kind of my fault. This guy asked me out and, you know, he set the time and the place and we didn't talk for a week. This was like on a Monday and we were supposed to meet on Friday and we didn't talk all week. And I thought, okay, great. Here's a man that knows what he wants. You know, he's just like, boom, boom. And I should have done my due diligence and done some FaceTime because, you know, I get there and this guy is not what he, he wasn't as tall. First of all, I'll say this. A lot of men lie about their height. I'm a tall woman. I'm five eight, I'm five eight with no heels. So when I'm wearing heels, you know, and Justina's tall too. So um, I get there. He's not tall. He, he, I hate to say it. I hate to, you know, put anybody down, but he really was dressed. He, he, the way he dressed was like, you know, he, he was in like the he night. didn't pride himself and how he looked at all. No, no, no. And, 
And so anyways, the conversation was very awkward. In fact, um, he told me he ate dinner before we showed up. Wow. What? So <laughs> well, like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and, and at the time I wasn't drinking, but he really was like pressuring me to drink. So I ordered a glass of wine and I'm really slowly sipping on it. And, um, he starts saying some really weird stuff like, Hey, you know, I've watched these movies about murder mysteries. And if I was going to kill somebody, this is how I would do it. And right then and there, I'm like, like, red flag, red flag. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I was a lady and I, you know, I just kind of wrote it out and I was nice. And so anyways, walks me to my car, which I was like, please don't walk me. Please don't walk me. And he tries to kiss me. And, Ah. you know, my first reaction is I kind of like push him off. And he got very defensive. He said to me, I'll never forget this. He goes, you don't want to kiss me because either you're not attracted to me or you're controlling. You have a control issue. And I was just like, whoa. I mean, this was like a night, like the date from hell, right? So there was some other stuff that was, I won't say it because it's a little inappropriate, but he was talking about like his ex-girlfriend and their bedroom, you know, personal time. And so I, I'll never forget. Uh, bedroom you know, personal time. Oh yeah. He was talking about his ex <laughs> and what they would do in the bedroom. And I just thought that was really inappropriate. And uh, there was just a lot of things about that date that was inappropriate. So the next day I sent him a really nice text message. Cause in fact, I was a little scared. I'm like, you know, this guy knows my name. He has my phone number. Nowadays it's public record. You can find out where people live. It's easy. And I was, I was a little bit scared to go home. So the next day I was really nice. I said, Hey, you know what? It just wasn't for me. I appreciate your time. And, uh, and I blocked him, you know, blocked his number, deleted him from my dating app or whatever. But, uh, you know, I will say this, and this is kind of, you know, probably a good segue into something else that I want to bring up. But, um, if I know I'm not into a guy and I know I'm never going to see him again, I'll pay for the date. I'll feel, I'll have guilt and I'll, I'll feel bad. And I'll either pay or I'll offer to pay. Um, so I want to hear Justina's take, though, on, um, you know, Justina, have you found that most men will pay on the, on yeah. the first date? They'll pick For up the sure. tab? For sure. Most men will definitely pay on the first date. There was um, a date I had went on, but I mean, me and this guy had went on a, a few dates before and. I just like, you know, I was thankful, you know, that he was like, so, you know, gentleman, whatever. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll get the next one. And he just, he just did not like that very much. I mean, it's not that he was mad about it, but he, you can yeah. tell he was uncomfortable me paying that bill, you know, and like, it kind of made me feel bad after the fact, but you know, I was like, well, just leave the tip, whatever. But you can tell that he just wasn't comfortable with me paying. So, I mean, that was, you know, interesting. And I was like, oh, really my bad, my bad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on the situation and the people. Um, because there was a time, too, where I had another date where I pretty much ordered food and the individual didn't. You know, maybe they ordered something small. And I was like, you know what? I got it. Because it's like, I mean, I ate food. He didn't. And he was okay with that. So, I mean, it just depends, you know? Do you feel like when a guy does that, when he lets you pay, do you feel like that's taking away your feminine energy? No. How do you feel about that? You know, it's hard because I think that a lot of women that, you know, and this is openly spoken about in the dating world, that women tend to go on dates on purpose just to get a free meal. Right. Okay. And that's the thing. And I think that, you know, 
men are so frustrated by that. And, and, you know, this whole like movement of like women's rights and feminism and, you know, that they're allowing the women to pick up the tab more often now. But my personal belief, I'm very old school and maybe it's because I'm older. I, I think that if a man lets me pay, I feel like he's taking away my feminine energy. I, I think that, you know, I want the man to be the caregiver. I want him to be the leader. I want him to, um, you know, be the provider. And, and, and I, you know, if we're together a while and we're dating longer then absolutely I'll pick up the tab, you know, the third date, fourth date, whatever. But, um, if, if you let me pay on that first date or you split the tab, I will never go on another date with you again. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Because at the end of the day, I have three kids. And if you can't pay for my $60 meal, how are you going to pay for, you know, if my kids, like, what if I got sick? What if we're together five, six years down the road? You know, I break my arms. I can't work. How are you going to take care of me? You know? And so that's just kind of how I view it. Personal preference, I guess. That's, I mean, I feel like that's definitely the first date type of situation. Just because you said like, you know, when you're in a relationship, whatever, you don't mind picking it up. So it's like, when you're on that first date, yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're going to want them to pay. I mean, if they ask you to pay, you're going to be like, what the heck? You know what I mean? You're going to be kind of like, took yeah. by it, like, um, okay, you know? But, um, I mean, once you're like, depending on the situation and how comfortable you are with that person, then, you know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to mind picking it up, you know? Like, especially if it's not like a, a dinner, like if it's just like, you know, a brunch, like, like a, a snack or what a coffee or whatever you want to do, you know? It's like, you're not really going to mind. Well, that's just, you know, how I view it. But Yeah. No. What about, okay, so you're saying like a $60 meal. And so I guess I'm just thinking I would always want to pay for the first date, especially right. if it was my idea to go on the date. Right. Like if I approached you and was like, do you want to go on a date with me? Right. But at the same time, like if I... Like, let's say it was an online app and my intention was for short term and I knew that was yours too. I don't know if I would go on this, like, $60 is kind of average, but I probably wouldn't go. I'd be like, do we really need to do the $200 date if we aren't planning on hanging out again? Or should we do something like, and so I'd probably think about that. I'd be like, do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to go hang out? Do you want to, like, get coffee? Do you want to get lunch? And just get to know you a little bit. If I was going to do like the big fancy date, I'd probably do that with some. And I'm more, I've dated like five people in my whole life. So, and that's <laughs> it. If they're the big fancy date, of course, I still pay. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, a, that's okay. Yeah. But like, and for the whole big thing, I'd be like, well, this is a serious I'm like interested in committing to you. Yeah. Otherwise I just wouldn't be doing that. You know, No, it's a good point, you know, and, and you're right. I think, you know, what is at the end of the day, what is your overall intention? Right. And I've had, um, I've had guys say, Hey, let's go to coffee. And you know, another thing too, is like, you don't want to go on a date and be stuck with that person Mm -hmm. for an hour and a half and not be into them because that's happened to both of us. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, let's be honest. There's a lot of catfishing going on. I, and I hate to say it, but I would, I feel like it's more on the women's side because all these like filters and, you know, angles and makeup, I hear a lot of guys say, Hey, you know, I've, I've met up with this girl and she looked nothing like her picture. And then there you are stuck at dinner an $80 dinner for an hour and a half. So I think that's a great point is, you know, coffee, um, go for a walk, maybe go see a movie. I mean, movies aren't really a great first date, but 
Good point. Yeah, you don't get it. You can't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. um, okay, so I wanted to ask about your sort of expectations for um, the man before you're even willing to say yes to the date, just maybe by their profile. And I, I was kind of looking into this a little bit before our conversation and some, I don't know if you two feel like this, but one thing that kept coming up was that people sort of have pretty high standards. Like you mentioned, they've got to be tall. And so I'm like, I'm six foot even. And yeah. I Googled and I like, I don't know how, how good of a resource this is, but it said like 14.5% of all men are six foot taller or higher. So everyone else would be shorter. And then it said 3.9% are six foot two or higher. Okay. And then I was looking up like average salaries, which is apparently 52,000. So like if you make more than like 70, 80,000 and you're six foot tall, you're like, and super in the minority. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I feel like in, and then what I was kind of finding on just this short research that I did was that a lot of women are really wanting like a quality guy but those guys um are harder to find and then another thing i saw was like they were thinking that i guess um there's sort of this phenomenon on dating apps where like men are just like swiping right on every woman oh and, like, <laughs> well i don't know i think they just not like on a lot of women they're doing that but women i guess statistically are swiping left a lot of the time mm -hmm. but the ones they swipe right on are like the tall really good looking man and like all the women are swiping right on that man but they're swiping mm -hmm. most of the time left and so it, it kind of creates this situation where if you are one of those men then you really get a lot of options but most men are getting like no options at all i have so that before yeah, you know, most men are for the streets. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, oh, so I'm like, I definitely with the whole appearance thing. It's like I, I mean, at first I kind of was in that area when I first started dating, but then as I started dating, I'm like, there is really good, good quality men that don't fit that, you know, description. Like, yeah, I mean, you want somebody who's taller, but for me, as long as they're taller than me, you know, when I'm wearing heels, maybe, and I'm only five three. So it's like, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm, I'm good. And you're not going to really know until you're like, you know, whatever you swipe and like you start talking to them. For me, it's more about like the mentality and like what they're bringing like in that, you know, area. I mean, the, when I'm swiping, what I look at is their first picture and w what they're showing me. You know what I mean? Like if they just show something like take a stupid, I'm like, no. You know, but if they show something like their, their face or they're like, they're confident I'm going to swipe on them, you know? So for me, that's what it's about when I'm swiping, like, whatever, if I'm on the dating app and I'm swiping, I look at that very first picture. Like, what are you showing me? Like, what, what's the first thing that you're showing me? I have found that guys take really bad pictures. They do. They, <laughs> they do. really do. Like, like nine times yeah, out of like ten. Detectives. Yeah. They look yeah. way better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why did you post that picture? I mean, it's a horrible anger angle. You know, they, they're not smiling or they're trying to be buff. It's just, it's, it's funny. But yeah. That's, yeah, man, that's good. Impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like that a lot of times or some of the time they're better than their pictures and they're just kind of not good at posting good pictures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
I think it's what you're looking for too, right? So obviously if, if you're looking for something a little bit more serious and committed, you know, like Justina said, she's going to look for those qualities like confidence, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe uh, comfortable in their skin, which would be confident. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe if you're looking for something for right now, it would be more looks. It would be more aesthetics. Um, so that, that kind of leads to a good point. So what I found, and again, everything I'm saying is going to be my personal experience or my opinion, but when I go on a date, I don't want to feel like I'm in an interview. I don't want to, I don't want you to sit here and ask about my hopes and my dreams and my goals. I don't want that. Like I want it to flow organically. I want to laugh and have a great time and have some great food. And if I can just sit at a table with you in a room and, and just enjoy each other's company, then that's a green light for me because all of those other things will come later. Right. So I, I think, you know, sometimes I think people get caught up in, you know, let's talk about you, you know, what are your hopes and dreams? Where are you going in life and what are you doing? And those, those things are important, but um, I don't want to feel like pressured when I'm on a date. I don't want to feel like I have to have this script of the things that I'm going to say because people are going to sell themselves. Right especially in the first couple of weeks or whatever, they're going to put on their best face. So that's kind of what I look for. Um, but I, I think everyone's different. For sure. For sure. Cause I'm definitely opposite. I'm okay with people asking me like questions and I, I mean, I'll answer them. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely looking for like what they're telling me. And honestly, the, the last few days I've been on, I'm just letting the guy talk to me. Like, if he asks me questions, yeah, I'm going to answer it. But I want to see what he's bringing. I want to see his insight on things. So I'm kind of just sitting back chilling. And then, like, they'll ask me things and I'll answer. And they're just kind of looking at me. And I'm just looking at them like, okay, we're good. You know, because I want to hear what they're saying. Like, I know what I can bring, but I want to know what they can bring. And so that's kind of what I do when I'm dating now. Like, recently, maybe the last, maybe a couple months or so. Just because I'm like, I don't want to get to know this person and ask these questions and then me like them more than they like me. And then it just doesn't work out. And then I'm disappointed because I'm a female and I'm emotional, you know, so I'm just <laughs> like, no, no. So we'll see. Justina's we'll see really good at, at asking questions like that and kind of getting to the core of people and what they want. Um, so I really appreciate that about her. She's, she's really good at that. Even as a friend, she'll, you know, ask me things that kind of make me think like, Oh man, you know, I really got to put some thought into that. So she's good at that. My brain definitely be pondering things. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I think it's good good that Justina, that you, that you listen and you let them talk because people will show you who they are real quick. You know, you just let them. I know within like the first date, like I'll know if I'm really interested in you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll go on the second date. The second date, I know for sure. I'm like, oh no. Silence like, oh, okay, is yeah. <laughs> powerful, you know, in that moment of silence and you're just not saying anything, you know, what is their next word? What is their next step? Mm-hmm. What are they going to bring to the table? That's interesting. Because I find that when, when you're on a date, like they are trying to bring their best foot forward, you know, they're, like they're mm-hmm. really trying to impress you. Yes. And so I'll just let them talk. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, you got that. Okay. Oh, you make this. Ma- okay. That's, that's great. <laughs> and, you, and you didn't even ask. No, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like people are projecting? Do you feel like they're telling you what they think you want to hear? Mm-hmm. Instead of- right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I never tell a guy what I'm looking for, because I'm like, I'll know when yeah. I see it. So I'm not going to tell you, but you'll that's tell smart. me. 
Do you think that they have an agenda, like they're trying to get something from you, or why are they volunteering this information, or do you think they're just nervous, or, I mean... Could be nerves. It depends on the person, because, I I mean, I feel like, yeah, some people do have an agenda. Like, Mm -hmm. I've experienced it. They have an agenda, you know, they're trying to, you know, persuade you and be like, woo you, you know? Mm-hmm. And some guys may be nervous because I've definitely experienced that too. So it just depends on the person. And, you know, that percentile, those, you know, ones that look good and stuff, a lot of them, they just be, yeah, they be like, hey, hey, girl, you know, just got an agenda. But who knows? I mean, it could be different for everybody. Yeah. Um, Lady J, I didn't really introduce myself a whole lot at the beginning, but I do have two daughters, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I'm thinking about your children. You said you had four children. Mm-hmm. When you're going out on a date, do you think about, you said you're interested in more long-term. So are you interested in think like, I uh, do I want to introduce this guy to my kids? Do you think about that or how, how many dates you want to go on? Or is that really, you're just like, okay with doing that right away? I don't, no. No, I've never introduced my kids to any of the people that I've dated or talked to at all. Um, but is that a not... hope that you want to get there with someone? Or... Possibly. I okay. mean, I mean, it's definitely obviously if I want a long term relationship, yeah, I'm going to introduce my kids to them. But that individual needs to show me something. You know what I mean? Like, I honestly don't even like bringing people in my house because I'm like, that is my sp- even if my kids aren't here. I'm like, that is my place of peace. So I'm like, I'm real wary on that, you know? So to introduce them to my kids, they have I have to be really okay with them. Be like, okay, this person is, yeah, possibly somebody that I want to move forward with. But, you know, for the most part, it's like, if they're not showing me something, then no. For sure. Um, I don't think there's a may- time on it, though. Like you asked, it's like, is there a time? I don't think there's a time on it. I think it's more of a observing like what they're doing and how you're feeling them and what you take in yeah no i'm always interested in that my mom had me and then um at 19 and then her her husband passed away and i was about six months old and so she was a single mom dated she didn't date for very long but i always have a lot of uh i get emotional when i think about my mom and that time in her life um, and so I always appreciate a guy that's willing to date a mom, but also I think it's good to protect your children mm-hmm. when you're dating. Definitely. Um, Des- how do you feel about that, Desiree? I agree. Um, I, I, I have to say that in my younger days, um, I have two fathers to my kids and my daughter's dad and I split when she was one. So... Um, if I'm serious with somebody, I'll introduce them to my children. If I see a future, if I say, Hey, this guy's going to be around for a while. Um, I've been engaged, you know, uh, I was engaged about three years ago, but now that I'm older and my kids are older, I feel like it's not fair because now they're more aware, right? They're more, they're more self-aware and they're aware of, what is mom doing? What is happening? Who is this person? So no, I don't bring anybody around my kids now. I mean, I, and I tell the people that I date, you know, respectfully, you'll never meet my kids unless we're engaged and we're, you know, going to tie the knot kind of a thing. Um, it's just, you got to protect your kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you ever get pushback on that? Like, no, because the other the other side is like, what if I really wanted to get married, but I'd never met your kids, you know? So it's like, I don't know. Never. No, well, I think that guys are pretty, I think it's overwhelming for a man, you, you know, for, especially if they've never had children themselves to meet another woman's children and, you know, play this role and have these ex- expectations. I think it's overwhelming for them. It makes them nervous. I've never had a guy say, oh, please, please, I want to meet your kids. Never. Right. Okay. Me neither. Me neither. But it, it does, it is interesting to me as, okay, for you, like as the guys, like you're saying that you wouldn't bring a woman around your children, right? Unless you knew you were like, she was like, okay, or the one or like, <laughs> you know what, I mean? what she's saying? Like, what is your thoughts on that? You know? My thoughts? So, yeah. um, like, if I would happen to be dating again with the young daughters, um, I would be the exact same way. I wouldn't bring anyone around them. But I do think that it's just, like, a really big step. I mean, I would be someone with long-term goals in mind. And mm-hmm. if we dated, you know, pretty seriously, like, maybe six months or a year or 18 months, and I was like, Hey, I I could potentially propose to them before I propose. I'm going to ask them if they're interested in me proposing and that kind of stuff. There would hit a point before I proposed mm. where I was like, I want to introduce you to my daughters, but I'd have to kind of believe that if I were to propose tomorrow, they'd say yes and that they want to do that. But I probably would introduce them and see how they were around my kids. I think if my kids were older and about to go on with their lives to college and like for me, I'm thinking about they're only three and one. I mm-hmm. want a person to take over mom role, like roles and stuff. Um, I'd want to know that I like, I don't know. I have a lot of my wife and I have friends that are also parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm around people that aren't, I wouldn't call friends, but I watch them parents. And I'm like, people have different opinions on how to parent, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you might date somebody and you think they're awesome. And then, all of a sudden they're around your three-year-old and you're like, well, you can't say that to them or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So It's I true. You know, it's like, that's the thing too, is how are they going to act when your kids are sick? How are they going to act when um, you have to cancel a date because, you know, your child had to come home from early from school. Um, so you're right. That's a good point is, you know, you can be in love with somebody and you can share this great connection and want to live the rest of your life with them. But there also has to be a good chemistry with them and your kids. And mm-hmm. you won't really know that until they've put in some quality time. So mm-hmm. I just think it's hard for kids. You know, you're, if you're constantly bringing people in and out of their lives, it's not fair. It's not no. fair to both parties and it's confusing. And, um, and I think that, you know, growing up, my, my boys are older. I think I made that mistake with my boys and I, and specifically my younger one, he's 16 and a half. And, um, you know, he's old enough now to where he's dating and he's kind of yeah. seeing these relationships come and go. And um, I think it's affected him a little bit. You know, I think that it's affected his vision of mom and who she is and why is she not settled down and why is she not remarried or, or married at all. Um, so that's that's a challenge for sure. That's a whole nother can of worms. Right. right? So do you... And is a form of protecting your kids from who you're dating, not allowing any social media with people that you're dating? Like you don't take pictures with them and post it on your Facebook or Instagram? Honey, I don't even follow the people I'm dating on my 
<laughs> our social media i don't do that because i'm like i need no i mean yep i, really I agree don't. with that normally i really don't that's a good point i i think that I, you know ignorance is bliss i don't there's so many toxic traits where you can follow somebody that you're that you like okay who's how many followers do they have oh they went out on a saturday night without me did their follow count went up go up i mean you know who's in their pictures who are they tagging who are they liking it's just toxic right i'm like i don't want to know i don't want to know i really don't if you want to go do your thing then then go do what you do but at the end of the day your true colors and your character are going to show and so yeah same justine and i we don't follow the people that we're dating or that we like i mean if we have if they happen to be on our social media and then we date them later fine um but I, might talk I, mean, I have guy it. friends that I follow, but I yeah. mean, as far as like dating, like, you know what I mean? Like I don't follow or whatever. I'm not on their yeah. social it, media. It's a recipe for disaster. I think it, it's, it's too easy to get anxious and to go on there and be tempted to, to see what are they doing and who are they talking to? And it's just not worth it. Okay. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I mean, I think the last time I was dating was 2010 and like, I remember I was working with my wife before when we were dating and I was like, you know, you meet like their new coworker and the first thing you do is add them on social media right. and all that. So that's you just add so your coworkers on social media. Well, I don't in the professional world that I'm in now. They're all busy in their lives. You're like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. But this all was my like, coworkers we were... are like, why don't I see you on social media? Because I found you first and I blocked you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I try not to add coworkers on social media. Sometimes I've become really good friends with them. And I, I say, Hey, you should add my wife on social media because she does like this family Instagram. And then I'm always like, go at her. You know, I try, I try not to encourage them to follow me. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I'm on, I'm on there, but, but yeah, I do remember back when I was dating, it was like add every single person you possibly know, you know, like, and then the more followers, the better. Yeah. Yeah. And then constantly stalk them. But it was like probably 2009, or 10. I don't really mean stalk them, but like, I'm 36. Oh, okay. Well, okay. We're about the same age. I'm 36. Oh, yeah. 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 So were you in like the MySpace days? Like the, mm-hmm. the MySpace? Um, I think MySpace was around. So 2005, if I'm correct, is when Facebook kind of started. And that was my first year of college. And MySpace was like 2002, three, four, something like that. Right. Yeah. So I didn't get, I joined Facebook in 2005 and some of my friends had MySpace, but I never could figure it out. Like MySpace was too hard for me because you could Forever. customize everything. Music on there. You yes. could put a yeah. on there. It was over my head. Oh, and Facebook man. was, Facebook was just like, you couldn't do any of that, you know? And so it was easier. Um, you know what's really good though? Those AOL chat rooms, you guys. Oh my gosh. I yes, use they're M- wild. Yes. Yeah. The I use MSN Messenger. Lit. Yes. Yeah. Used to be lit. <laughs> or the party right. line. You guys are probably too, I don't know if you're too young for the party line where the, just your phone, you get on the phone and call on the party line and there's like 20 people on. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And everyone's talking over yeah. everybody. Did you ever um like 
you could call a friend and be like, hey, you like do a second call and call like this girl that I'm interested in. (laughs) And then like, I'm going to pretend like I'm not here. And you, you ask her like what she thinks about me or something like that. I love it. I love it. Good memories. Yeah. You bring them back the goods. You know, I I really, I really do. I, I miss those times. They were so much simpler, you know, growing up, you know, I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 19. I had a pager and our parents just told us to go outside and play until it was dark. And, you know, we grew up in a time where it was like, your life wasn't exposed. It wasn't mm-hmm. on it social media. It wasn't on camera. It wasn't out there for the world to see. And it was a beautiful thing, you know? And, and so now it's just, I, I think that we're just all, it's like, paralysis by analysis, right? There's just too many options there. There's it's, it's gives us brain fog and it's overwhelming. Dating was a lot easier back then too. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd meet people at school or at the gym or at the grocery store and you know, you'd have this small world and, and you know, it kind of leads into a good point of something that I wanted to talk about was really um, you know, you would kind of mentioned that earlier. Trevor is meeting people online versus organically. And it's, the hard thing about online dating is, again, you just have so many options and you have these high expectations of what you want. You literally can go and find somebody that has blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, abs, and they're over six foot. I like really online to. dating. I like it. Just Do because you? you meet interesting people that you would never like, you know, meet in person. Like I've met so many yeah. people that are like are out of like, they didn't even live here, you know, like they live like out of state. And it's like, they bring like different things. It's like, it's interesting to me. Yeah. So you're saying that, you know, it's, it's, you enjoy, you know, just meeting just different demographics. Yeah. Opening up their horizons. Thank you. I feel like, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I I just feel like there's, you, you see somebody on there, you see somebody's profile and you, and you're just too easy to dismiss them because it's like, Oh, I don't like this one thing that they said, or I don't like the way that their lip goes up when they smile. Next, I don't like you know, <laughs> their thumbs are too small. Next, there's a yeah. uh, backstory back on that. Um, inside joke. Somebody's but, oh, too small. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, so, anyways, it's just it's too easy to be selective, right? Versus, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, you you lived in a small town and you had, you know, maybe 10 to 15 guys to choose from and those were your options and you you didn't have this concept of availability, right? And so you're like, okay, like I have Joe, John, Zach, whatever, Jacob and, you know, Zach's pretty cool. I like him and he look, you know, he's he looks good. And and so it's just simple, a simpler time. Yeah, I think there's too. What I'm trying to say is, there's too many options. There's too many options, and uh, people discard and dismiss for the smallest reasons. And you know, at the end of the day, you're going to wind up alone. You're going to wind up with nobody Ooh. because you're too picky. Dang, that's that's. I know, dark. I'm like harsh. <laughs> like, yeah. it's true. It's true. I mean, you know. yeah, yeah, that, that's again my opinion. You know, to each their own. Yeah, just because I know, you know, this online dating is like, I think it's kind of how you look at it, you know, because, I mean, if you swipe on somebody, because like, again, back to the the first picture thing, if you swipe on somebody, it's like, maybe they're not the most attractive person to you, 
but you're like, there's something about them that I kind of like. So then you swipe on them and then you start talking. It's like, okay, they're interesting. And then, you know, you just kind of get to know that person, you know, like on a different type of, on a mentality level, you know, it's like, there's just something about them that you kind of liked. So you start talking to them and you kind of like them. Maybe you'll meet up eventually one day, but I mean, you never know. So it's kind of like your your thought process on is like okay well well maybe it's a maybe type of thing you know and yeah. you kind of kind of to see where it goes from there. Would you say well, that you're more that you're more attracted to somebody's personality than than their physical looks, Justina? For the most part, yes. I mean, obviously, I have to be physically attracted to them somewhat, but yes, definitely, definitely. It's interesting. How do you feel, Desiree? Um, I think I, I think my I'm first... sensing it's the opposite. No, I was just curious. I was just curious. I'm not saying that because I I'm wanting to say my piece. I was just curious, you know, on what her thoughts were. Um, I think for me personally, it's more physical. At first, it's more physical. And again, it goes back to what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for long term. So why would I care about what they're, you know, sure, yeah, are, what they're doing for work? I don't care. You know, I want to have fun and I want to, you know, enjoy myself. And so I think it goes back to what we're looking for. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that the physical for a lot of guys is like the first thing you think about. But I love hearing Lady J say about the I mental thing. Name. I love that. I name. do too. It's like it's so J. fun to say. Let it go. Y'all can see me on video. I'm like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's just awesome to hear about the personality thing too, though, you know, and not that it's not the physical because like, of course I think about the physical when I'm, when I was like looking for who I wanted to date, but, um, I love having conversations, you know, it's like partially why I have, I'm interested in doing the podcast. And when Justina, you were talking about wanting to meet a diverse group of people, like I was thinking in my head, like, yeah, I feel, I mean, not dating for me, but I like the idea of talking to different right. people on the podcast. And so just having really cool and in-depth conversations is awesome. And sometimes you do have to give someone a chance for that. But I, one thing that this kind of segued into for me is um, sort of the texting call game that goes on like after a first date. Yeah. So do you, do you, either of you get into that where it's like, you had a good time, but then now it's like, they're following up asking for a second date. Mm -hmm. And are you turned off by that? And are you going to ghost them? And, or are you going to reply once, but then if they text you too soon again, you're not replying again. That's right. Like, you want to go first because no. I feel like yours is going to be great. <laughs> I just love it because I, you know, there's a couple of hot topics, you know, we're all on social media and we all listen to what people are saying and we watch reels and we see memes. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there's so many things floating around right now and that's just one of them, the whole ghosting thing. Now, yeah. I, I don't have anything specific to say. I just, it just makes me laugh <laughs> because it's so trivial. You know, you're right. It's like, do you wait three days? Do you wait the next day? Do you say one word? Do you say 10 words? What do you do? You know, it's just, it's, it's so overwhelming. Like why mm -hmm. do we have to overthink our next action? Why can't we just pick up the phone and call? Um, but again, I think that a lot of dating younger I think I've received maybe two calls in my, in the past two years from a man. Like they, it's always texting. They will not pick up the phone. It's always this all the time. 
I just watched a movie and it was like a Gen Z movie and someone called the girl and her voicemail was like, hi, it's Lady J. Why aren't you texting me? And that's like, and then it clicked. (laughs) So um, that was funny. Yeah. I feel like when, I mean, if I go on a date with somebody and it goes really good, if they text me, I'm going to text them back. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit there and let them wait. I'm like, yeah, like, for sure. That's just because it's like, if I'm feeling them, though, you know what I mean? Like, even if I'm not, if I'm not feeling them, I'm very blunt. And I will definitely tell them like, hey, you're just not the one for me. And (laughs) that's just me. I don't really do the ghosting thing. I mean, I have before, but I felt bad. And so like, now I legit tell them like, hey, I just, we're just not meant for each other. We're just not piecing together like how we should, you know? So you know, you'll find it one day. I'm like, it's just not me, though. You know, like, I will <laughs> literally tell them that. It's out there for you. You're so funny. And you know what my thing is, is like, when they ask me why, and I'm just like, oh, oh. They want closure. They want closure. They do. And it's like, I try to say it in the nicest way. It's like, I'm just, we're just. And there are times where I've told somebody, like, you're just not physically, like, to me, I'm not physically attracted to you. And I, I feel like that's important. You know, yeah. it's like they don't have like again, they don't have to be like the best looking person in the world. But if I don't have any what type of attraction to them, like, you know, visually, to me, that's just hard. It's hard to swallow. You know, it's hard to be like, yes. So yeah. I've definitely told somebody that before. And they appreciated it, honestly. Like, I felt really bad, like, for saying it. But I mean, I'm respectful. And it's like, you know, when I told them, they're like, you know what? I really appreciate you saying that to me. And I'm like, OK. Like, it was surprising to me. Yeah. Well, it's constructive criticism. I think that's good. I think that, you know, a mature person wants to know, hey, why? What's the what, what's yeah. your why? And then maybe they can control that later. And, and I mean, you can't mm-hmm. always control your looks, but. Um, well, it's not. I mean, it's just they're just not for me. I'm not saying that they're not, you know, what I mean, they're ugly. I'm just saying that you're just not my cup of tea. Yeah. You're somebody's cup of tea, but not mine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> somebody's cup of tea. Yeah. Is um is money a factor how much money someone makes? Jay. We're all cooking. <laughs> I, <Jay. laughs> um I mean I definitely want somebody to be able to provide, but I mean for the most part, if they're for me, if they're driven and if they're motivated and they have, you know, this mentality and and they can you know pay their bills and they're not in debt then yes great I mean I don't need you to be a six-figure dude you know what I mean like I just need you to make sure that you're taking care of business and you're financially stable is what it is for me yeah you know I, I think that okay cool financial equality is is important too when you're looking for in the, on the dating scene or for a relationship, because, you know, a lot of women can sit there and say, I want a man that makes six figures. Well, what do you make? You know, it's like, it doesn't always have to be this equal, um, this equal scenario. Right. But, you know, if you're a high value person, meaning that, you know, you're successful, you take care of your health, um, you, you're self-aware, you know, you, you have these great things going for you and, you know, and then you have this female who is maybe making minimum wage and she's, you know, doesn't own her own home and she's just, you know, kind of doing her thing, trudging through life. She's not ambitious and, and working on herself. 
you know, I, I think that that is important. You want to find somebody that's that's on your level. I think mentally yoked. I think mentally too, you know, it's like, <laughs> what did you say? It's called equally yoked. Equally yoked. Yeah. Yes, like I, I've dated so men that were, I'm not saying I'm super smart, but you know, I've, I've, I, I feel like I'm well-spoken and I'm somewhat educated and I've gone on dates that with guys that aren't, and it was a turnoff, you know? So I think that, you know, meeting somebody who is on the same level with you financially, um, you know, uh, intellectually is important. I think it's really important because I feel like women get bored easily. I agree. You know, men are definitely more physical. They're physically attracted to a woman. Um, but women are emotional creatures. And if, if we can't have a conversation, if you can't hold a conversation, we're going to get bored real quick. Hold on. I want to, I want to hear Trevor's idea on that or his thoughts on that. Yes. Um, on the money part, or everything, mm-hmm. whatever comes, okay. to your, whatever. Um, so I do think that um, it's perfectly fair for you to care how much someone makes. But I really liked what Lady J said probably half an hour ago. I think you said something like, I know my worth or my value. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to know like what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. And so I'm. I'm not somebody that would not be interested in somebody that's like not contributing, you know, Mm -hmm. like we have, we have two girls and it's like, it's not about financially what you're contributing. It's like, are you, what are you contributing teaching our girls? Mm -hmm. What are you contributing to our home to making it like our family values to the culture of our home, to what you're putting out in the world for our family? Um, my wife stays at home with our girls, but I still feel like she overall contributes more than me. And we talk about that sort of thing all the time. Like, I think she's very proud and confident and I love that about her. And then I could go on and on about all the things that she contributes, but it's so much more than money. And I'm always trying to be like, don't judge me based on how much I make, but on the things that I'm doing for our daughters and, Like we have a dog, I walk the dog, you know, it's like, if we're going to have the dog, I want to take care of the dog. Mm -hmm. And I really care about our, what we're bringing to the table in a relationship. So it's, it's, to me, it's not about how much money you're making, but I just ask, cause it's kind of fun to hear, like when people are going on dates, it's like, well, if you don't make this much money, I'm not even interested. And like, like teaching is such a good profession you know, I admired a lot of my teachers. I know teachers. I have family members that are teachers. They're really hardworking. They have to be there before school starts. They have to stay later. My wife's sister is a teacher. She brings her, she has to prepare her lessons ahead of time. She has to take home the papers and grade them. And she teaches sec English learn language. So she's actually helping people learn English. I mean, it's such an admirable thing. I don't know how much she makes, um, but I do think that teachers probably could and should make more. Absolutely. And so, like, let's say you're dating a guy and he's a teacher. He's probably not making six figures, but maybe he does in California. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm in Nebraska, so it's a lot different here. But <laughs> you know, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Very cool, very cool. But um, 
you know, so I do think sometimes there's just more context to like, what is the dollar amount? And so for, you know, you were saying you're on a date with a guy and he's just like word vomits that he makes so much money. I'm like, well, what is the agenda behind that? Like, I'm like, is, okay. Yeah, there's so much like more to just what do you make about a person. But Desiree, when you're talking about a man is probably interested in the physical and that might keep them going and they're and they're not interested in leaving. They're like, oh, I could stay in this relationship. And I do think there's truth to that. Um, but I, I agree with you. Like, I love having conversations with people. And I, I so much looked forward to like going on dates with my wife back in the day. And like, what are we going to talk about? And trying to have fun banter. So hopefully she enjoyed visiting with me back then, you know? Um <laughs> she's still here she's still there she definitely did she definitely did absolutely yeah i mean i i i definitely think there's females out there that you know have a number right they um you know this guy has to make xyz um to so they can continue their lifestyle yeah um, but you can make xyz and be a douchebag oh like, absolutely ooh. yeah yeah but um I, I, I think, I think Christine and I can both agree. I'm sorry if I cut you off that what we really look for is, do you have goals? Like what is your next step in life? You know, because the guy, I won't name names of course, but um, the guy that I was dating about two years ago, that's one of the big reasons why I broke up with him is he absolutely had no goals. He was a couple years older than me and was, you know, at this job that he'd been working at for 17 years, making not, not that much money. And, you know, I would try to help him like, Hey, every January didn't have to be January, but you know, we were in the moment when in Rome and it's like, Hey, let's write down your goals. Let's, you know, take steps to get there. And he was so turned off by that. He was so like defensive, like, Oh, you're not my mom. And I don't want to live like you do. And, um, it, it was just, it blew my mind. So definitely something that Justine and I, I think both agree on mm-hmm. we look for is, you know, where are you going in life? What's your next step? You don't have to be, you know, this, this successful entrepreneur, but you know, Hey, write down your goals and take little steps every day, month, week, whatever to get there and show me that you're growing as a person. Right. That's important. Yeah. And I feel like we definitely look for that because that's how we are. Like we are ambitious like that. We set goals for ourselves. It's like, why wouldn't we want somebody that does the same thing for themselves? You know, and then, I mean, you're going to grow together, not just one person growing and the other person's not, you know, that's where you have a lot of issues, you know? Justina, do you feel like religion or like political beliefs have, have been an issue in your dating life? I don't do political um, but religious, um, no, I don't feel like it's been an issue. I mean, I am a religious person. I, I mean, I have faith, but that's not something that, I mean, that's definitely something I look for and I want, but that's not something where I'm just like, no, that's a you know game changer for me. Like, no, we're not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very open-minded to it as long as you believe in a, a higher power and, you know, you're working towards something and, you know, you have certain, you know, things that you're going towards and yeah, I mean, it's good. So you've never had a guy like say, okay, well, you know, you're not Christian, so I can't date you or you, you're a Trump, you know, supporter. I can't be with you. I don't do political. Well, you might not do it, but it might be important for them. Right. Which is, which is interesting. It came up. Honestly. When you say you don't do political, do you mean 
you don't want to talk about it on the podcast or that you're just not interested in it no, and you I'm have not interested in it. Yeah. It's very toxic to me. I'm, I get a lot of negative criticism for this, but I'm not interested in politics either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people get kind of upset. I think if okay. I was dating today and I told people that I wasn't interested in politics and Desiree, maybe you feel like this and that's okay. But people who are like, what do you mean? Like you have to have an opinion and it's, you know, it's really important that you take a side and I'm right. just like, well, I'm, I'm really interested like music and um, like sports. I don't know. I'm not super into sports, but like, I think other things bring people together mm -hmm. and politics are very divisive, mm -hmm. you know? I agree. I agree with and that. And it's all negative. And so, That's like, every... It's, like, toxic. It's negative. Yeah. I don't do the negative. I'm, I'm positive. I'm all positive over here. <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, no matter what, it's, like, you're essentially, I think, you're just kind of rotating from topic to topic. Yeah. And you're being negative on each thing. Yeah. And then after an hour of conversation, it's, like, all negative energy. And then you kind of yeah. leave that, like, not feeling great, uh, you know? Right? I think a lot of people, when it comes to politics, they regurgitate what they hear. Mm -hmm. I don't think they really take the time to like do the work, like study, you know, read the reports and, and do the backgrounds. Um, you know, maybe if you were born in a certain state or maybe if your family was left or right, you're going to lean more that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I agree with you guys in the sense of like, I don't really like to talk politics with people especially if I'm on a date or even in scenarios like this. But I will tell you that, um, you know, when Trump was in office, when he was president, I was on the dating scene on online dating and it was a big deal for people. Like that would be the, one of the first questions that they would ask or they would put on their profile. You know, if, if you're a Trump supporter, you know, click left or whatever, or the whole like <laughs> pandemic. Like if you, this whole thing about being vaccinated was huge. I mean, yeah, during that was. whole time, if I was unvaccinated, I am unvaccinated. I, I don't believe in it. That's just my personal opinion. And I was getting people really upset with me. You're not doing your part. And you know, you're the cause and this and that. And people oh, would what? yell at me. And so now it's so funny because they, un I'm referring to Hinge because I don't, I've only done a couple of online dating, but um, you can say if you're vaccinated or not. Mm -hmm. And if it says vaccinated, I swipe right away. I'm just like, nope. And, it, and it's not so much because, um, you know, because of their personal beliefs. I just, I just think that that kind of follows that mentality of, you know, being the sheep and following the crowd and not doing your own research. And it's just wild to me. So that was kind yeah. of a big deal. That's funny because that you say that just because it's like, it, I feel like people have different reasons for being vaccinated, not just for following because like, what if a, a loved one was sick with like cancer and like you couldn't be around them unless you were vaccinated, like you're going to be obligated to get a vaccination. So it's very, you know, there's different, you know, mindsets on that and how you go about it. Like maybe they, like, again, they didn't want to, but they had to because like, yeah. I love this person. So I have to get vaccinated. Well, you know? you know, again, without getting too deep into that, I don't think that anyone has to get vaccinated. I think that, yeah, you know, right. actually getting sick with the coronavirus, it has a lot more, um, you know, 
getting the antibody, the natural antibodies, I think is a lot more effective than, than this so-called quote unquote shot. So I think, again, I think it was, you know, going back to, you know, the media feeding us like this fear, if you don't get this, you know, and you're around your loved ones that you're going to hurt them and they're going to die. And, and, and so, again, it just, for me, it's a personal preference, but for me, it goes back to being weak-minded or being strong-minded of, you know, what you, you know, what you believe or what you should believe or what you've actually done, like the research you've done for yourself. Um, so that's just my personal preference. I mean, obviously if somebody I really liked was vaccinated, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I can't see you, but, um, (laughs) well, well, you're talking about dating, like, you know, it's okay. I think to have strict criteria for people you want to date, but, but like, it was a big deal. but it was like, a big deal. would you, if somebody that you were like sort of friends with or a family member got vaccinated, you wouldn't like cut them out of your life. No, no, no. I'm not that, you know, headstrong about it, but it was, I just remembered specifically during that time, it was almost like, it was like, it was, it was a big deal. You know, people, that was a deal breaker for them. Are you vaccinated? Are you not? Yeah. Are you supporting yeah. Trump? Are you not? And and it was like there was a lot of negative energy circling around that. Um, and I just remember it being such a, a big topic. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad those times are over, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah. Was, it was it was very impactful. Yeah. Um, Trump was very like people that didn't care about politics at all had an opinion on Trump. Yeah. Um, feel free to change the subject at any point, but I wanted to ask, <laughs> what are some red flags when you're on a date? Um, like when you're physically at dinner or whatever. Definitely if somebody's rude to the waiters or the servers, you for sure... Or if they're, like, complaining about people, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, like, if they're like, oh, they're not paying attention to us or, oh, they're not doing their job. I'm like, oh, okay. Do either of you have, like, a story where you were on a date? Like, maybe it was somebody that you were excited about or it was going well and then something happened or, like, your catfishing story was pretty good. (laughs) Justina, do you have any crazy... Okay, so yes, recently I was on the state, and this guy, I mean, mean, he's a really nice guy, and he's really together, and we were, you know, at the bar at Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever, and he's like, oh, I just love how the bartender is not paying attention to anybody at the bar, and I'm watching the bartender, he's making orders for, I'm sure, tables that are ordering drinks, I'm like, well, it looks like he's making drinks for, you know, orders out there, you know, and to me, it was just... I don't want to say irritating, but I was just like, really? Like, can you just, like, maybe flag him down, you know? Like, he was just really negative, and I was like, that's just not cool. <laughs> so that was definitely an experience where I was like, okay. I love that you're very supportive of the service industry. I bartended and waited <laughs> yeah. tables for, like, 10, 12 years, so. Yes. I mean, people are people. I mean, people are going to be upset for people not doing their job, but it's like they're not really seeing what they're doing. You know, like they have to be observant. You know, it's like you, I mean, yeah, you can complain if you want to, but it's like, can you be a little courteous? Like, kind of see where they're coming from. You know, I mean, I've been in a customer service retail and it's like people expect you to do certain things, but it's like you're only one person. 
So mm-hmm. it's like, can you calm down and just see the other side? But a lot of people don't because they want what they want. I think the most attractive thing that that somebody can exhibit is self-awareness. And I use that word a lot because it's really important. You know, if you're on a date with somebody and they're they're self-aware of their actions and their demeanor and their body language, it's it's and you have to learn to pivot, right? If if you're on a date and you're across from somebody having a conversation and they're just glazed over, they're not interested in what you're saying. Maybe it's very opinionated, maybe it's just not their cup of tea, change you know, pivot and and move forward and do something different. But a lot of people just don't have that um, ability. And so they'll just keep going on, on a, on a tangent. And you're just like, Oh God, I can't wait for this conversation to be over. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I almost walked, I almost wanted to walk out, but I was like, you know what, we're just changing and be a positive. (laughs) Yeah. And you just thought, yeah, I definitely feel that for sure. Yeah. Or, or be negative, like about like their ex or their children's mother. Yeah, you know that's a turnoff, guys. Big Don't time. talk about your baby mothers or yes. your ex relationships, please. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, because you know it shows it shows you what type of person they are, right? You don't know me. You've known me for what a couple days, maybe, and you're already saying all these horrible things. Um, you know what's big too is uh, what's big for me is um, eye contact. So I've been on dates where guys are looking all over the room and I'm not saying checking out other females, but they're just watching somebody walk by or they're on their phone. Phone is a big thing. If you check your phone more than once, that's done for me. Like if you have to check because maybe your kids are calling or, you know, you've got to leave at a certain time, I get that. But if you're scrolling through social media, I'm done, you know, or if you're, you smile, right? Or your eyes are darting around the room and I'm sitting there having this conversation with you. I'm like, I'm done. Because I feel like, I feel like honestly, friend, I feel like they may be um, nervous. Yeah. A lot of guys are like that where they're not going to make eye contact with you because I get that a lot, honestly. And then when a guy does make eye contact with me, I'm kind of cut off guard because I'm just like, oh, like, like, okay, you're looking at me because most of the time they don't. Like, yeah. but you're beautiful I mean look at you right you're beautiful so of course you're gonna be like they're not gonna be in your eyes like oh my god you know they're gonna be looking around everywhere like oh my god this woman's so beautiful like I can't you know I paid her to say that I I, <laughs> I agree with you I think that if a guy's nervous he is gonna you know fidget and do some weird things um or if he's not if he's if he's not confident maybe mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like what do I do with my hands mm-hmm. you know it's like um yeah I agree with that. It's almost a compliment because you're just like, okay, I'm so gorgeous. No, I'm just, like, you can't. But I, I've been on dates where guys yeah, were just, it. you know, their their eyes were all over the room, just looking at dumb things like people walking by, and I'm like, okay, your attention span. Is that, do you think that happens more often with the younger guys, or it's not an age thing? I think it is younger men. Yeah. Again, it goes back to social skills. You know, not. You know, the, oh. these this younger generation has grown up in this technical world, right? So they mm-hmm. don't know how to sit in a room without a piece of technology in front of them, right? They don't know how to do anything without being on their phone. So they, they don't know how to pick up on social cues. And that's a problem. It's a big problem. Oh. They don't know how to communicate. Um, they don't know how to say how they're feeling and express, you know, what they want. That's been my experience. And not, not all of them. But. I have a friend who is 38 today. 
Um, but he told me over the, you know, the last couple of years that he is dating someone now and it's going really well, but he told me that, you know, he's like, I got to a point in my career where I was making good money and I've been single for a long time. I have my own place. I have my own stuff. I have my own routine. You know, if I want to go do something, I do it. I have all these hobbies. And so I want to meet someone and I, I don't want to, I like want to have somebody to share experiences with, but I don't really like compromising what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't want to yeah. tell someone where I'm at yeah. at all. I just want to do whatever I want when I want. And he goes, it's just hard for me to think about like not being totally free with my time. And, and so I love it. I love that you said that because that is a huge, huge thing um, for me personally. So I've, I've dated men that are very codependent, you know, meaning that if, if they text you and, and maybe, you know, Justine and I, we go to the gym for two hours at a time and, and I don't want to have to worry about letting somebody know what I'm doing or where I'm at or, but you're right. You hit the nail on the head compromise. I don't want to share my bed. I, you know, I don't want to see you five, six, seven days a week. Um, I don't want anybody asking me where I'm at, what I'm doing. It's you just get so comfortable, um, as you said. And so it's been really difficult. I think the older you get and the longer you're single to, to compromise and, and, you know, remember that it's a partnership mm-hmm. and you, you need to make your person feel safe and, and comfortable and, you know, okay. So Trevor, you and I are kind of in the same you know industry as far as our professional lives and, and Justina, you are too, but you know, I, I would, I would go out to dinners with these financial, you know, representatives and they were suited and booted and nine times out of 10, they were very successful and handsome men. And I would have to go to lunches and dinners for a couple hours at a time. And I, I was dating a person who wasn't comfortable with that. They would literally call my phone and blow me up. And if I didn't answer, they would freak out. And I'm like, Hey, this is my job. This is what I do for a living. Now do these guys, you know, flirt, do they kind of make little comments? Of course they do, but you know, you don't act on them. Um, so I think again, it go, it goes back to, you know, finding the right fit for you, finding somebody that's confident, Mm -hmm. that is comfortable with what you do for a living, comfortable with, you know, who you are. Hey, if I don't see you for three days, I'm not going to sit here wondering if you're cheating. I'm just going to know that you're in your home and you're doing your thing and that's it. That's hard for people. It's really hard for people. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, it definitely depends on the dynamic of your relationship and the two individuals for sure. Yeah. So do you, is cheating an issue? Um, and also you you were talking, like, I think earlier you said you went on a date recently. Um, well, I don't know if you said exactly that you went on a date recently, but you were talking about going on a date. And one one question that kind of came to me that I didn't ask at the time was, are you also going to go on a date with someone else? Or like, do you let somebody know if you're exclusive with them? But also I wanted to ask about, are, is cheating an issue that you worry about? Are you asking me or not? I know, I'm like... Yeah, either of you, either of you. <laughs> Is cheating an issue? Like, does does it come to mind for me? No. Well, I guess they're two separate things. But yeah, so first question is like, when you're going, when you're starting to see someone, are you worried that they're going to cheat on you? And like, the second question is your own side of the, of the bed is like, are you going out on dates 
with multiple people? And at what point do you say I'm exclusive? Okay. So if you're just dating, if you're not serious, you're just kind of filling each other out, then yes, you're going to be going on dates with other people. And of course, yes, the other person is going to be going on dates with other people. You're probably talking to other people. Do I care? Honestly, I really don't. Because to me, I'm secure enough with myself. I'm just like, you know what? It's, it's whatever. But if we make it clear and we're like, okay, yes, this is where we're going, then yeah, no, of course you're not. I mean, definitely not want him to go on dates with other people. But I don't, that's just reality, right? When you're dating, it's like, yeah, they're dating other people. But to me, it's irrelevant. Yeah, I'm not that secure. I remember going on these dates back in the day, and it's like, if I went on a date with a girl, and I had a great time and I really liked her. And I called my buddies and was like, oh my God, I like, I want to go back out with this girl. If like, I knew that she like went out on a, like she had a great time with me and she fully intended on going on a second date, but we mm -hmm. scheduled it 10 days later. And then like, she probably wouldn't tell me, but like, if I were to know that in between our date, she went on a date with somebody else and hooked up with that person. Like I'd mm -hmm. never, I'm out, I'm done. Like I'm, it's not, I'm not going again, you know? And so that's why I asked. Cause like, I do think that there's just sort of this, like, well, we went on a date and we had a great time and we want to continue this, but until we say we're exclusive, I'm still hooking up with other people. But it, hooking up you know, is a totally different thing. Just going on dates. I mean, hooking up like us and having sex or, I mean, what is, what is well, here? I mean, I don't know. Like, I just mean when sometimes you go on dates and then you go to their place afterwards or it's not like you're having sex every time, but people are doing stuff on their date. I mean, that's like sometimes you do that after a date, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, people do that on dates. Yeah, they do. Oh, man. I mean, you know, it all depends on the person that you're dating. You, you know what I mean? You're going to know. You're, you'll know. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people do that now, you know, that's kind of, this kind of leads into that whole, like we're in this era of situationships where everybody's dating multiple people at, at one time, nobody's committed. And you know, you're, you're intimate with somebody or you're having sex with somebody and you're, you're giving all these things that you would do in a relationship. You're maybe mm. spending quality time. You're having dinner together. You're going to the movies, you're intimate, but there's no commitment. And when it's time to say, hey, what are we? It's like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. That's why so, we don't give those things up front. Yeah, we got to change that. Women got to change that. Don't be giving up the, the cookie. It's, it's, <laughs> a really, it's a really bad, you know, it's a really bad time. Hey, I want to know what they're like in bed. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it's a tryout. Like, I don't want to date somebody for two months and then really, really like them. And I get, I'm going to be frank here and you get in the sack and it's like, they're horrible. I just, you know, that's just my personal preference, but I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what's going on down there. <laughs> I just, think, I just think it's like hard for me back in the day when it's like, I know that we've only been dating a short time, so I can't expect you to be exclusive with me, but the knowledge that you're physical or intimate with somebody else in yeah. between our dates, and it's like, you might like me the most, but you're still doing that well, with honey, other people. You're one in the few, because <laughs> men are not, oh my goodness, nowadays, I don't even know yeah. if they're like that, because they be nowadays. all over the place. Yeah. 
So well, yeah, that's, and I like, would not. Married. I would not survive today. It wouldn't. I wouldn't be good at it. I'm telling you, for all I'm the married men out there, like, there are so many. I have so many friends that are married, and they are not happy in their marriage for whatever reason. It is not the single life is not better. The grass is not greener. It is not. I'm I mean, learning a lot about myself and other people. So it's definitely not greener. And I want to be with somebody, but I'm just saying, you know, I think it's the, the timing. I think right now where we're at in, you know, in this, in this era, the dating scene is just atrocious. It's really hard to find good quality people. Well, you did say that there's a lot of options and that seems like a good thing. Yeah. There are a lot of options, but just like you go through an era where rock is really popular, right? Or like when rap became very popular and before you know it, everybody's listening to, you know, R&B and rap on the radio and in their car. That's kind of what it is like for, for dating. It's, it's like right now we're in this era where everybody is again, going back to, they want, you know, these friends with benefits, they want a, um, a situationship. They, they want these, these things um, that are involved when you're in a relationship, but without the commitment. And so, and again, Justine is right. You know, you're going to get what you allow. If you allow that to happen, that's what you're going to get. But that's why we're single. I mean, I can't tell you how many, you know, guys I've gone on a date with maybe a couple dates and I really, really like them as a person. And, and maybe we were intimate, maybe we weren't. And it was like, I here I was like, oh man, we're hitting it off. I think I need to charge my computer. Um, oh, we're hitting it off. And then it was like, you start to kind of have that conversation. Like, Hey, what are you looking for? You know, where are we going? It's like, Oh, I don't want anything. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just wasted my time. And I guess ask those things up front too, but, um, I don't know. It's a learning process. I feel like I'm going to grab my charger. Bear with me. You know, it's like, cause I definitely felt that too before. It's like, you know, I felt feelings for a guy like early on and maybe I, you know, did things with him, whatever. But it's like now my perspective on dating is very different. So I don't do certain things that I did before because I want a different outcome. I don't want the same results. Yeah. So it's like you change that, you know? For sure. Yep. Smart. Yeah. You know what? You know what I found too? This this is kind of a hot topic. I feel like in the, in the dating scene is like talking about masculine and feminine energy. That's something mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring up. Um, so I've heard a lot of men say that they feel like women with this whole movement of like, you know, feminism and women's rights, that women are now independent, you know, they're working they're they're they have great jobs. They don't need a man to pay their bills or to survive. And, and so because of that, they're portraying these very masculine, this masculine energy and they're, um, it's coming out in, in their everyday personality. And I, and I feel like a lot of men, that's a turnoff for them. Uh, But but on the other side of the coin, there's a lot of feminine energy with men nowadays too. I've, I've found that too. Is that a turnoff if a man has feminine energy? For me? Yes. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sound like I would only date somebody that has all like a high level of feminine energy, but I do think that, you know, it's, it's more traditional. And so that's why I don't necessarily want to be like, oh, I would only do that. But there is a certain, um, quality. I think that men like 
the opportunity to provide for someone and like maybe maybe she has some masculine energy but what if it's like more than his he probably doesn't like that you know what i mean like he doesn't want to go out with someone that's got more masculine qualities than he does yeah well i feel like the only time a woman is going to portray that is when she feels like he is not up to par yes i agree with that okay i think that the more i don't want to say weaker but the less masculinity a man has the more the female has to compensate for that and i think you know when you have these relationships right there's always somebody that's more dominant and submissive and 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 i've seen this a lot where the women are very very dominant in the relationship they tell their men what to do and whatever and i think it's because their men are letting them do that because i know i've been in relationships like that where i've walked all over the guy but if i'm with a man that tells no i'm being honest you know and, yeah and no if I'm with a guy that tells me like, no, you're not going to do this shit, you know, and kind of whips me into shape. I'm like, oh, okay. And I like being submissive. I enjoy it. Um, but I need a strong person to be able to do that because Justina and I feel like have both, we both have very strong personalities. So we need a man that's like, you know, bringing it. Do you, do you know what I kind of like came up with? Not like I just recently kind of came to mind because I have teenage boys, right? And obviously I'm single. So my son's 16. And I let him, I don't want to say take that, you know, male role, but kind of I let him take the male role because he feels like he's a man in the house. And honestly, he really is, right? He's Mm -hmm. like the only male in the house. So I let him do that. Like, I respect him as a person and I kind of let him, you know, take that role, but still guide him at the same time. So I feel like in a relationship, as a, a wife or as a partner, women should do that as well. It's like, you're not telling the man what to do but you're kind of guiding them because it's like, you know, you're letting them know like, Hey, this is what I need without actually voicing it. You're kind of just guiding like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And honestly, cause I just thought about it because my son is 16 and I was like, well, like I don't tell him what to do in that aspect because I want him to be able to eventually be a husband and be that role provider, you know? So it's like, I need to guide him to do that because his dad's not in the home with us you know, yeah. all the time. So it's like, how can I help him, you know, without being like, no, you have to do this. And without having to, you know, control him, you know, it's like, I don't want to control him. He has his own mind. So I'm yeah. like trying to guide him into that. That's and I crazy. feel like that's the same thing as a partner. It's like you guide each other. That's you my know, thoughts on it. One thing that's really interesting to me too, is, you know, when you talk about, you know, geographically, like the Western culture, right. In the Western culture, like women are very, very masculine. Mm -hmm. We're very dominant. But if you go to other countries, um, the women don't act like that. They, they, they don't speak their mind maybe because they can't, or they're afraid, or it's just not culturally accepted. But I think that we forget sometimes, you know, we're, we're perceptions reality. And I think Mm -hmm. that we forget sometimes that in other cultures, it's very, very common, um, for things to be a very different way. And I've heard a lot of guys say that, you know, they don't want a woman, um, you know, they don't want to find a woman in the U.S. because they're too, you know, I'm this and I'm that and I want this and I expect that. And, you know, the traditional man wants a woman that's going to cook and clean and serve them and, and, and he's going to be the supporter and take care of them. So I think it's interesting. Yeah, I think when you're saying that you... 
I think like can be can have masculine energy and lady j was saying like maybe somebody at the gym might be intimidated to come up and approach you <laughs> um but then also if the man can step up and take on the more dominant masculine role you actually like that mm -hmm, but yeah. like if you think about it from the man's perspective if he is looking for someone with the feminine qualities and it's so transactional at first before you get to the deeper level, if like I was to approach someone at the gym and they gave me the masculine side right away, I might just be like, oh, well, that's them. They're, they have a lot of masculine energy and I don't assume I can like, maybe I probably could like maybe they're thinking, well, I could be more masculine and I could show them, but maybe they're just thinking like, it's just easier to move on and go to the so next one. Yeah. It's just like, it's just the assumption that I don't so even want to have the that. battle and mm -hmm. it's just easier. And like you're saying, there's a lot of options. There's the dating apps. They're probably already talking to two people. They just probably found you attractive and like you're working out and they're like, Hey, I'll go approach you. And then they get the masculine energy and they're just like, nah, not worth it. Yeah. You know? This is why I like online dating because, again, I'm very, I mean, I don't want to say I'm masculine, but I, you know, have this vibe, I guess, when I'm out, you know, just kind of stand tall type of vibe. So when it's a dating app, it's like, because I am, I'm like, I'm soft, like I'm feminine, like I want to, you know, bring that out, but not everybody sees it when I'm out in public because I have four children, I'm single, like I have to provide for them, I have to be in this masculine energy is like, but I definitely want somebody to bring that. Like it's, it's tiring, honestly, to be in that all the time as a female. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I want somebody to, you know, step up and help me and be there for me. And, you know, be, let me be in my feminine, like, you know, cause I can be, and I want to be, but it's just, that's not what it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, what is our divorce rate? What are we up to now? 60%? Jeez. I don't, what is, know. I don't know. I'm asking. That's high. That's, I mean, if you if you really think about it, let's just assume it's sixty percent. So sixty percent of families are being children are being raised by single mothers and single fathers, and you know, so now you have this parent that has to exude both roles, right? Mm -hmm. They have it's tiring, father, and it's a lot of work, and it's confusing. And but I I agree with what Justine is saying is you know she's got four kids, Lady J, Lady J, Lady J. Lady J. <laughs> <laughs> she has to um you know, she has to, to take on that role. And so anybody that's going to come into her life better be able to step it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one, oh my goodness, let's talk about this. So a majority of men that I've gone on dates with, let's talk about this whole inflation limited resource thing. Okay. They're living at home with their mom. They're like 34 oh. years old living at home. Or they they have a roommate, and here we are with four and three kids supporting ourselves. Like, and we're in the state of California; it's very expensive, right? Mm -hmm. And so this just blows my mind. It's like, it's a turnoff. It's a turnoff. You know, I think before, I think everybody was kind of willing to travel a little bit for for you know, you're online, you're dating, you're finding people out of your comfort zone. But now, I won't drive to go see a guy more than thirty minutes. You know, it's expensive and it's time consuming. Um, so Justina, have you met a lot of guys where they're, or you have found that, you know, men are living at home with their parents? Yes. Oh my. Okay, sir. 
Like, because again, what Desiree said is like, where you know, women is like, we have children, we're, we're on our own. It's like, um, what what is the purpose of them living there? Like, is it just because you just don't want to, like, you know, Lady J, I make 200,000. Well, where do you live? Well, I live with my mom, uh, why? <laughs> yeah, I don't you. That's what my question would be why? Why are um, parents? Is what age is it like somebody who's 40 living with their parents? No, not 40. I mean, I would say like. I mean, is there a reason why you live with them? Like, are you taking care of them? Do you just like the comfort? I mean, because then there's a the thing behind that, the comfort. I mean, like, what is the reason for you living with your parents? Like, do you not like the independence? Like, yeah. what, what's I, going on? Well, yeah, that's a good question. The reason is important. Like if you're, if you've just relocated, um, it's a good reason to live with someone and save some money or try to find a place. Um, or if you're like, if you're in school, um, I don't know. Like there's re there is reasons to save money. Like my wife and I have actually thought about relocating. And when you leave Nebraska, like everywhere is more expensive. Mm -hmm. And so we own our house and it's like, well, do we relocate and rent? And then, you know, that feels like I'd really rather just buy and the place we're relocating, but then we don't get to see it ahead of time. Yeah. And I've thought, well, and also if we sell our house and directly buy a house, we have to make that contingent type of offer. So I've thought about being like, mom, can me, my wife and my daughters move into your basement for like a month? Then, right. Like, like, there's a goal, though, Trevor. These yeah. men out here do not have a goal is what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't have like, to. We're not just criticizing men that live at home with their parents is like. These men do not have goals in place. It's like they're just staying there. They're just like, oh, we just want to travel. Like, yeah, well, that's, that's that's great, you know. But okay, yeah. do you want to have a wife one day? If you do, like, what's gonna happen? You know, like they have to have goals. It's not just like, oh, you're living at home with your parents. Like, screw you. Like, that you has to be hard. Like, like they're on a date with you, and you're amazing women, and you're probably a little intimidating, and, and you're like, where do you live? And they say, I live with my mom. It's like, they just have to know that the date's not going to go well after that. Yeah. You know? Or they have a roommate. I've heard that one a lot, too. I have a roommate. Or they say they my dad lives with, with their mom. They say, my mom lives with me. I'm like, okay. But, you know, well, again, it, it could be cultural, right? So, again, definitely. It definitely could be in cultural. Western culture, you know, we don't take care of our parents. We send them off to an old folks home, right? Definitely. But in a lot of other countries, you know, the, the family takes care of each other and everybody kind of lives together. So, again, it could be cultural, but um, but majority of the time it's not, you know. Well, it's probably to save money. That's got to be the number one reason, right? I mean, well, otherwise, why would course. you? Of course. Of course, you know, and that's why they're able to spend all the money on their clothes and travel and their car. But it's, again, it's at the end of the day, it's like, I think that, you know, women want a man that is driven, that has purpose and that, you know, is able to support himself. Because again, here we are with kids. If you can't support yourself, how are you going to support me and my kids? Yeah. Not that they have yeah. to take the whole load, right? Like right, we have great right, jobs, right. we make good money, but you know, again, it's like it's like their mindset on it. It's like their yeah. mindset on it. 
I don't want to date a guy that makes less than me. I don't. I'm sorry. Because if something happens to me and I get sick, I want to know that you can support the family. So, um, you know, and I don't make a a crap ton of money, but I want somebody who is at least, you know, has direction and they know Mm -hmm. what they're doing. Direction, know what they're doing. Yes, I agree. Yeah. That for sure. Um, Well, I do want to be respectful about the time. I know we're getting a little bit later. Was there any other topics you wanted to cover before we wrap it up? No, I think this was pretty fun. Honestly. No, I, I think that was it. Yeah. It's uh it's always interesting, you know, to to have everybody has an opinion. Everybody has their own personal experiences and what they think is wrong or right or should or shouldn't be. So it's always fun to hear everybody's perspective. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. Yeah. But you know what? I went on a I went on a hiatus recently. Like I just did not talk to anybody. I didn't go out. And yeah. And, oh, I was going to tell you guys. So funny. So Justina, I didn't tell you. Or Lady J. Sorry. So I just recently downloaded Hinge last night because I got what bored. is Hinge a dating app? <laughs> I haven't heard of this. Okay. Okay. So okay. I have, I've been super dry for months, right? Since like the beginning of January, and I got bored, and I was like, ah, whatever, and. I matched with this guy because I thought he was pretty decent looking. And, and a part of me was like, oh, I've kind of seen him around before. So do you know what his opening line was? Hmm. He goes, hey, we have something in common. And my my brain is just going. I'm like, oh, my God, I've, I've known him. I've met him somewhere. Maybe we have a mutual friend. He goes, We've bo- we both have kicked a pregnant woman. What? I said, and I was like, what? And it was really weird. So I keep reading. It was like, yeah, when, when we were inside the womb. What the hell? That is the yeah. first time I ever heard that ever. <laughs> this is like a 40 year old man. And I'm just like, this is why I don't date. This is why, because it's so flipping stupid. Like, did you end oh. it right there? Oh, yeah. I was did like, you? Oh, no, I'm like, no. why? why? That's, that's why it's so savage it would be i would be savage, just dude. dead in the water today yeah. because i'd be like i just say the wrong thing and just me me and myself you know and then it would be like oh she ghost me forever don't think about what you're gonna say because the right person is gonna accept it right so yeah. it doesn't matter what right. you say as long as that person still talks to you you're good yeah how about that yeah yeah but it's it's proving my point from earlier right it's like we have so many options it's like the minute we don't like something small about somebody we're like oh cut them off you know but justine is right you know if you if you you are truly yourself and you are truly authentic and and somebody appreciates that then they're going to be open you know and accept you but i was just like oh man this that is, is weird. pretty funny though that yeah, was pretty cool that was a good one <laughs> 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 we kicked the wound. Yeah. it was too it was too dark the humor was too dark for me I couldn't take it. Thank you, Trevor. This was so fun. Yes. Oh, okay. it's been my pleasure. Thank you both for coming so on. So forever in Nebraska, we can come crash at your pad, yes. right? That's right. <laughs> Hit me up. Can meet my daughters, my amazing wife. Yes. She yes. would love to have you. Oh, my gosh. You have to have her on your show one time. Do you have her on your podcast or no? Well, I asked her if she wanted to, and she said she she will. So we'll see. But That'd be cool. That'd Very be cool. cool. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, anytime you wanna you want us to join, let us know. We're there yeah, for sure. We'll do. All awesome. right. Okay. Thank you both so much. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.